Now, the starting lineup for your minor league baseball show of record, up on deck. Leading off from Simi Valley, California, Jeffrey Hinkle. Batting second from Bethesda, Maryland, Jake Brown. Batting third from Kansas City, Missouri, Jack Bartlett. And batting fourth from Kensington, Maryland, Ethan Schwager. This show is brought to you by BlazeRadioOnline.com and first pitches are every Wednesday at 9. This is Minor League's Major Show. This is Up On Deck. It is, it is a Wednesday. My name is Jeffrey. I'm with Jake and Jack. Ethan Schwager has the night off tonight. So, guys, let's get right into it. Huh? So, um, we got lots to cover today. Big, big, big day. Big, big week. Minor um, leaguers on the move. Minor, minor, league, on th- minor league rules. Rules, yeah. question mark? And spring and- training officially starts tomorrow, guys. So... We got rosters, and we got updates and all that stuff. So let's kick it off. News and updates. What you guys got? Well, I'll start. Um, so Adley Rutschman is going to be out with a tricep injury. I believe it's for three weeks. So not a significant injury, but the Orioles are, he will miss significant portion of spring training. And significant time for MLB's number one overall prospect. Yes. Yeah, so you said it's not very big news, but it is big. It's yeah. MLB's number one prospect is out for three weeks with a tricep injury. Yeah. That is tough for that for that uh, Orioles team. Uh, Jack, what you got for me? Uh, yeah, so the state of California just proposed a bill that would limit minor league contracts to four years instead of the six-year layout that minor league format is right now um and the the what i read from the athletic is the whole principle of it is to make it so when you first get into the minors you have a really really small contract and so you have to wait the the idea is that you have to wait for that seventh year and the seventh year is your kind of goal mark to hit like a decent contract um something way more affordable than ten twenty thousand dollars is going to get you a year um and so the the hope is that they can get that contract after four years instead of after six years now uh, which I think is actually really huge for minor league players, especially those who make a career out of playing at the minor leagues. Right. Okay, that's big news too. You know, like the MLB couldn't come to an agreement to cut minor leaguers, but California apparently has another thing in mind for them, just cutting their cutting their eligibility. It's it's a bill. It's being proposed. I don't think it's going to pass. My personal opinion. But, you know, is what it is. Um, my news and updates this week, um, the original names, the historical names for the minor leagues are coming back. Um, so last last season, it was known as like AAA East, AAA West, AAA Central, AA East, AA West, AA Central. 
but now we're going we're reverting back to the old names. So the in AAA, you have the International League, the Pacific Coast League, and those are the two leagues. Um, and then you have the Eastern League in the AA, and you have the Southern. So you have um, you have three divisions in the in AA. You have the Eastern League, the Southern League, and the Texas League. Uh, and then in High A, you have the Midwest League, the Northwest League, the South Atlantic League. Those are those three. And then in um, in Single A, the Low A, you've got the California League, Carolina League, and Florida State League. So it went from having just two sides, AAA West, AAA East, to having now all of the old divisions back. So a lot of new names that aren't necessarily new, but are new for this season. As they should. It it gives more character to them. Right. And it, and it brings back the historical significance of the minor leagues. Because yes. like, these, like, these leagues that are being brought back, they were the original names of the leagues that these teams played in before they were even affiliated with anybody. Like there are some minor league teams like the Birmingham Barons have been around forever. And they were originally like an indie ball team and then got picked up by the White Sox or whoever got picked up by, I don't I don't know the history of the Birmingham Barons for right now, but I guess I'll read up on it. Um, more big news. We've got a butt ton of trades to talk about. Well, before we talk about the trades, we also should mention uh, the fact that minor leaguers won a lawsuit in, um, and are ruled as MLB employees and will receive $1.8 million in damages. Right, but that's $1.8 for the entire minor leagues? Yeah. Right, so you know how many guys yeah. play in the minor <laughs> leagues? You're probably it's, like gonna get, a, it's like a cent. Yeah, you're, you're probably going to get like, you know, those little IRS, like, checks that you get in the mail it's like oh mm-hmm. you overpaid two dollars for your taxes here's a here's a two dollar check that's probably what's going to end up being uh being distributed it's not going to be as little as two dollars but you you put out a number like 1.8 million they're probably going to see like at most three grand from it because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people in every organization in the minors mm-hmm. like there's a lot of people it's kind of like the uh what what they did with spring training concession workers too yeah it's like a million dollars you probably have 200 employees mm-hmm. they're not gonna see that's a, uh, that's i mean like a million dollars is generous if there's like 10 guys right. but there's way more than 10 guys yeah, there's probably 200 employees just in the cactus league right and then put on top of that the grapefruit league and all of their employees like it it wasn't nearly enough all right so Let's get into some of these trades here. Yeah, um, there were some crazy there trades. There were some absolutely crazy trades with some absolutely huge names. If you haven't seen it, we posted on our Twitter, at UpOnDeck underscore. Um, all every the time, big trades. All the big trades. All the, all the trades that involve big prospects we try to put up there. So the trade from early this morning, before I even got out of bed, I looked at my phone. The Blue Jays got Matt Chapman from the A's for... Um, right-handed pitcher Gunnar Hogland, third baseman Kevin Smith, left-handed pitcher Zach Logue, and left-handed pitcher Kirby Snead. Hogland, Smith, and Logue are um, Toronto's 4, 9, and 27 prospects. That's mm-hmm. a huge steal. Huge steal. Huge We're steal. We're not even done with the A's yet. <laughs> the um, A's, man. The A's, that or before, two days ago, um, traded away Matt Olson, traded him to the Braves. 
Now listen to this prospect haul that they got. <laughs> they got Atlanta's number one, number two, number six, and number 14 prospects. They got Christian Pache. They got Shea Langliers, Ryan Kusick, and Joey Estes. That is That's a an haul. insane haul. They've got seven guys that are ranked in in their respective in their old team's top 30. They've got seven guys that are ranked in that. That is insane. Seven out of the eight guys that they traded for are all ranked. That's insane. The A's are going to be really good. And they're not done yet. And they're, they're exactly. Go ahead. They're they're going to be trading uh Shamanaya and or Frankie Montas, probably both. They're they're in talks with the Yankees. And we know how much we like Yankees <laughs> prospects on this Anthony show. Volpe. <laughs> Anthony so that's the thing though, is that Anthony Volpe was in the discussion. Um They said with, no, right? What? The Yankees? No, yeah. the Yankees so the A's and the Yankees were talking about a Matt Olson trade before Matt Olson ultimately went to the Braves. But the A's wanted Anthony Volpe and Jason Dominguez oh. in a package. Oh. And that's why I think they did, they said no. I think you're either going to get one of two. You're either going to get Anthony Volpe or Jason Dominguez. You're not going to get both. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So here's my, pro- here's my proposition for the A's. Package a deal with Sean Mania and Frankie Montas and say, Yankees, I know how much you guys need starting pitching. We've got two guys that are solid rotation pieces. Give me Anthony Volpe and others, right? There's other guys on that on that Yankees prospect list, like Luis Gill or Clark Schmidt. That they I was can about to say of. Clark Schmidt. Yeah, like package a deal for Anthony Volpe, Clark Schmidt, and maybe like I don't know somebody else on that um, on that top thirty list. You've got um, you got a lot to choose from, right? So you've got Anthony, you can package a deal for Manaya and Montas for Volpe, Clark Schmidt, and Davey Garcia. That's insane. You, I mean, Davey <laughs> Garcia is still listed on their top prospects list, but he is MLB ready. Like for a oh, team, yeah. For a mm-hmm. team like the A's, that could be their, that could be their solution. He's, he could be the ace of the future for that team. Exactly. Yeah. So if anybody... By any grace of God, from the from the Oakland A's, like, are listening to this or will listen to this, <laughs> um, please make that happen because I will go crazy. You will see me absolutely going crazy on the Twitter. <laughs> um, all right, so we're not even done yet, guys. The so, question is though, what about the A's? Is that they've got Sean Murphy, they right. got Tyler Soderstrom, mm-hmm. and they got Shea Langliers. Right. That's three catchers that are all going to be very good. Right, I I I feel like they're going to make a move with one of those catchers. Mm-hmm. So if you really wanted Anthony Volpe and Jason Dominguez, give me Sean Mania, Frankie Montas, and Tyler. Sean and Sean Murphy and Sean Murphy, not trade even one of their all, prospects. Trade all three of them. They are all MLB ready. Mm-hmm. And that Yankees lineup just traded away Gary Sanchez. Yeah, and they need a catcher. And they need a catcher. Bad, because Higashioka is not the answer in the Bronx. He is a great defensive catcher, works well with pitchers, just can't hit. Sean Murphy can hit. Mm-hmm. And if, if the Yankees have any sense of needing to be good again... Oh, breaking news, by the way. Yes, breaking I just saw news. it. 
Um, Freddie Freeman goes to the Dodgers on a six-year, $162 million contract. Let's go. Cue up the Randy Newman, baby. Keep talking. Keep talking. Let's go. I think it's pulling up the Randy Newman right I am now. pulling Randy up the Randy Newman right now. Oh, my gosh. I love this move so much. $160 million for what? Losing another World Series? Um, oh! Freddie, Freddie Freeman is a World Series hero, thank you very much. And now he's Not in L.A. Dodgers. Oh, boy. We're talking about <laughs> he was major, the opposite of a World Series here, hero for you guys. We got major league breaking news. Um, <laughs> wow, I love that so much. Um, How does this affect their minor leagues, though? <laughs> oh. Um, sheesh. Okay, so here we go. Um, so the Dodgers have a second base prospect, Michael Bush. Right? They do. Mm-hmm. Where do you put him? I d- he's going to stay in the minors for a while now because you got Max Muncy that's going to move over now from first to second. Mm-hmm. And do you just move Michael Bush? Um, also, by the way. this in the background while we talk a little bit more about the Dodgers prospects. Um, so, they got Edmund Rios, too. Imperial Highway. The big ass moving out of my side. Y'all don't want to listen to me, to me <laughs> sing. Uh, anyway. Wow. Okay, breaking news. Um, anyway. Whew, okay, I'm off, my, I'm off my soapbox here. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. Um... All right, so we got more trades to talk about. Freddie Freeman's a Dodger. I don't know if you guys uh, if you guys heard, but um, how so about the Reds? Let's talk about the Reds. Yeah, the let's Reds. talk about the Reds getting um, the Twins' number seven prospect, Chase Petty. That guy. That is a, such an underrated move. Right. Mm-hmm. They got Chase Petty for Sonny Gray and uh, Francis Perguero. Francis Perguero is twenty four and in single A. Mm-hmm. Right, and Sonny Gray is old. <laughs> he is washed, in mm-hmm. my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but they got Chase Petty for them. For me, this guy is a high ceiling but also high risk prospect. Duke can touch 102, and he's only 18 years old. Mm-hmm. But you've also got to factor in he can touch 102. He's going to have arm problems eventually. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm calling. And the question is, if he has arm problems, does he move to the bullpen like Aroldis Chapman did? Yeah, does he does he become a, a relief pitcher there, or mm-hmm. or what? But the Reds also made a move for to send Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez to the Mariners. Huge, get, by the way. Huge. Such a huge. steal by the Mariners. To get the Mariners' number seven prospect in Brandon Williamson, they get Jake Fraley and Justin Dunn. Right? Justin Dunn, a former... Uh, top five prospect for the Mets and Mariners. Right. So I think that's a pretty okay move on both parts. The Reds get rid of Jesse Winker's contract and Eugenio Suarez's contract, right? Mm -hmm. So that they can go out and make moves maybe at the trade deadline or next year's free agency class, Mm -hmm. right? They also got rid of Amir Garrett today, which wasn't that big of a move. But Jack, do you want to talk about that? Uh, Yeah. So that was actually pretty big for the Royals at least. Uh, both the starting rotation and the bullpen for the the Royals lack just a bunch of left-handed pitchers. The last time I counted the 40-man roster, there was 
three left-handed pitchers listed on the Royals. Yikes! Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was it was desperate, de- definitely a, a desperate move uh, by Dayton Moore and the Royals organization, but a move that was much needed, um, especially. Uh, there wasn't a, a solidified closer, I would say, last year on the team. So to bring in a mayor is is really positive because now they have the bullpen that if if Mike Matheny can use the bullpen the way it should be used, I think the bullpen can get back to at least a similar level as it was in 2014 or 2015, uh, which is when they made back-to-back World Series. Um, and do you think that Scott Barlow stays the closer? Do you think Amir Garrett becomes the closer? I think Scott... By the end of the year, Scott was more of a setup guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I I like... he He's a good closer, but I like him more as a setup guy and then having Amir come in, pitch maybe three outs, maybe two, also, somewhere in there. Also to note on left-handed pitchers... Brandon Williamson, the guy they got from the Mariners, or the Reds got from the Mariners, is a left-handed pitcher. I was Which, thinking of, that's also important because the Mariners also desperately needed or desperately need left-handed pitchers. Yeah. So it's kind of, I mean, I get why the Mariners did it, but at the same time, it's kind of like, well, you maybe shouldn't have given up Brandon Williamson. Yeah. Yeah. No. It is what it is. I don't think it's the end of the world, but... I think uh, Jerry is going to go out there and get a uh, get a uh, starter out there. That's fair. It, it, That's I mean, the true. free agency market's thinning out. Like, there's not really that many good starting pitchers on this free agency market anymore. Mm-hmm. You lost Yusei Kikuchi, right? Like, how is your how is your rotation? Left-handed pitcher. Left-handed pitcher, exactly. Mm-hmm. How is your how's your rotation going to look now? Exactly. Yeah. All right, so moving on from all of the trade talks, we'll give you more next week when there are more. There eventually will be more. There eventually will be more. (laughs) Whether or not now, it will be during the trade deadline. But we are going to go to my favorite segment of the week, the picker wheel. Um, If you're new to the show, new listener, we pick a team, and you'll see what we do there because I don't have time to mention everything. So picker wheel, do your thing. And it stays with me. <laughs> I am going to highlight the LA Angels and all of their minor league affiliates, top prospects, and the most likely to get a promotion in their program or their whatever, their their system. Their system. Their system. Thank you for taking my words. I'm still <laughs> euphoric about Freddie Freeman being a Dodger. Um, so the Angels, minor league affiliates are, let's go here. You've got the AAA Salt Lake Bees, the AA Rocket City Trash Pandas. Great name. Awesome name. <laughs> Jinx, by the way. Jinx. Jinx. Um, you got the High A Tri-City Dust Devils and the Low A Inland Empire 66ers. Do you all know why the 66ers are called the 66ers? I was just Route about 66? to ask. Their stadium is located oh. on Route 66. Fun is fact it, about the Inland Empire that, 66ers. Is Route 66 the one in Cars? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. And okay. you can also go right. to uh, Route 66 in Flagstaff. Fun fact. Oh, really? Yep. Mm-hmm. F- uh, Flagstaff, there's also a little town in Arizona called Seligman, which is the city where town where the town where Cars was based off of. 
Oh, no way. Fun fact. I'm going to have to make a trip there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the top prospects in the Angels organization, left-handed pitcher Reed Detmers. You've got right-handed pitcher Sam Bachman, who they just drafted last year. Um, you got outfielder Jordan, Jordan Adams, uh, shortstop Kyron Paris, and shortstop Jeremiah Jackson. Now, where they all are, Reed Detmers is already on the big league club. He should be graduating from this list sometime soon. So that will bring up Errol Vera, another shortstop into their top five. Um, Sam Bachman is already in double A. So he, got, he just got drafted last year, but he's already in double A. Um, you got Jordan Adams as your in uh, in high A, that's your Tri-City Dust Devils. You've got Kyron Paris also in high A with those Tri-City Dust Devils. And Jeremiah Jackson is currently with the Inland Empire 66ers. My most likely to get a promotion this season. It's kind of a long shot. Do I think this guy is going to get a promotion? Maybe. We've seen it done going from AA to the majors in one season. The Angels need help in their bullpen. I think <laughs> Sam Bachman definitely fills that role as a bullpen arm. And start him out in the bullpen. If he matures into a starter, let him. But I think the Angels bring him up in a desperation move in the middle of the year when the Angels usually collapse. Um, so that is the picker wheel for this week. Quick one because we've got other more fun stuff to get to. And we've also got nine minutes until we're done. So, men, um, I have a little game for you. It's called Is This a Minor League Promotion? It's my favorite part of the show. Fa your favorite part of the show. It's also my it's favorite part fun. of the show. It's not the your favorite fun. part of the show. It's the picker wheel. Oh, everything in the show is my favorite part of the show. Are you kidding, Jake Brown? All right, so let's see. Is this fact or cap? Is this a minor league promotion? And so we're doing like vintage ones now. We're not doing this year. We're doing this with this either might have already happened or never happened at all. Okay? All right. So um, in 2016, um, the Scranton Wilkes Bear Rail Riders did a man versus marathon night, and it was five. It was 12 five-person teams. And they were they started at the right field gate, ran around the stadium, and every point four was a mile. It wasn't a true mile, but it was every point four was a mile. So they ran around the grounds of the stadium until they got to twenty six point two, and the first person back was crowned the man versus the marathon person. Fact or cap? They ran a mar oh well. Okay, so the five-person teams ran circles around the stadium and tried to run a, a marathon in less time than it took to play a baseball game. Fact or cap? I think this is cap. There's too many uh, convoluted a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because, like... Changed not, it up a little no, bit. No baseball game is, is the same time. It's not like a football game where you know it's, like, a dead set 60 minutes. Right. You know? But one but baseball also, game could go on for three hours. Another one could be two hours. Right. I've been to a six-and-a-half-hour game. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. bet that was fun. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that one was actually true. Oh, man. It actually really? happened in 2016. Um, and if you guys are wondering, only one of the 12 teams finished the game or finished the marathon in the game's three-hour and seven-minute like, oh, okay. running time. So the okay. game lasted three hours and seven minutes. Only one of the twelve teams made it. Is that like okay? Is that like baseball average? 
It's a little shorter than average, honestly. Okay. Usually baseball games are like three and a half to four. Well, then I, I guess I'm asking like why three hours and seven minutes? That seems kind of specific. That, that's the runtime of the game. Oh, that's how long the game lasts. Oh, so you okay. have to run a marathon. I see. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So factor caps, slow. 2019, right? Mm-hmm. This is after the invention of Yelp. <laughs> a, a woman left a two-star review for the Charleston River Dogs. And the Charleston River Dogs were so petty that they named a promotion night Helen McGuckin Night. <laughs> Helen McGuckin left a two-star review saying, just drove by two out of five stars. And that's all she put in her review. I... So, the, so the Charleston River Dogs made a promotion night that said um, they handed out flyers at the opening and said, review us on Yelp. Were we successful? Yes or no? And they've got so many five-star reviews after that. But they tried to get Helen McGuckin to throw out the first pitch. They couldn't reach her. So they had a Helen McGuckin ah. stand-in. They had a body <laughs> double for a random woman they found on Yelp. Is this fact or cap? I want this to be fact so badly. Jack? Fact. It is absolutely fact. Yeah. Let's this, go. They did this in May of, tw- well, technically it was in May of 2018, so I got the date wrong, but <laughs> it, they they found a random woman's like Yelp review and they named a promotion night after <laughs> That is amazing. That is so funny. Um, we're going to stick with the Charleston River Dogs, um, and this is before COVID, so this is, you know. they so did pre-2020. Pre-2020. They did a promotion where they... It's called Nobody Night. Um, so fans were, they bought tickets to the game, minor league baseball, very cheap tickets, right? Especially in Charleston or in the South, anywhere. Um, so they did a promotion called Nobody Night. No fans were allowed in the ballpark. The gates to the ballpark were locked. So when the fans showed up, the gates never opened. Ushers directed them to a party tent behind the right field pavilion where they got discounted food and beer, and they could watch the game on TV from there. Fact or cap? This is a great idea, but I think it's a cap. Yeah, I think it's cap. No, it's absolute fact. Oh, my God. Absolute fact. So they wanted to set a world record for the attendance of a sports game. Not most attendance. They wanted to set the least attendance of a a sporting event. (laughs) Their attendance was zero, so they, they... well, now they don't own the record, but before COVID happened, they owned the record for the least amount of fans hmm. at a baseball game. So rapid fire these last couple because we're almost out of time. Um, let me try to see how fast I can talk. Um, or I'll just pick my best one and I'll save the rest for later. So this is my last one, fact or cap. So I'm a big fan of fighter jets. I'm a big fan of the SS Midwaves from San Diego, about 30 minutes away from where I'm at. Uh, Factor cap, there was actually a home run derby held on the USS Midway with the judges in canoes. There was no fence. If you hit the ball past a judge in a canoe, you got a home run. Factor cap. You were freaking out so much earlier when you were looking up promos. I think this is the one you were freaking out about. I'm going to say it's fact. Okay. I'm going to say it's fact. It is fact, but this was not the one that I was freaking out about. The one that I was freaking out about... Um, I think is in my list of ones that I didn't say. Let me see here. Um, no, actually, it wasn't. The one that I was freaking out about was the Nobody Night. 
because I was like, oh uh, my gosh, it actually happened later on. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the home run derby between the California and Carolina League in 2016 was held on the USS Midway. I think I've heard a story about that. Yeah, and all of the balls that were hit were, you know, judges were in canoes, and then there was fans behind the canoes that could um, field the balls in, like, their own kayaks or canoes or whatever. But it's fact. It happened. That's pretty cool. Right? Nice. All right. And that is about it for tonight. This has been your Thai French show of record. <laughs> and uh, this is Up on Deck. And let's play Dreams Come True because my dream of Freddie Freeman becoming a Dodger just came true. From Jeffrey Hinkle, Jake Brown, Jack Bartlett, and Ethan Schwager, wherever you may be, we miss you, bud. See you next week. This is Up on Deck. <laughs>